Hey everybody, a little bonus action this week on the show. Uh, I've been meaning to cut another volume of What You Watching with my good buddy Chris Carantit. So we squeezed one in right before October. Uh, I just want to give everybody a heads up. Chris has a ton of dogs in his house and editing around some of their barking was a little hard to do. Um, But the episode's still pretty fun. And then towards the end, uh, pretty much a party showed up out at his house. So the last five minutes, uh, him and I are kind of talking over people. I don't know what you want from me. (laughs) Also, I edited this during Hurricane Ian that was hitting Florida. The wind gusts and rain is literally blowing right outside my house right now. So do me a favor and listen to this episode because I... uh, did it while I still had power at my house. Hopefully I get to still have power. Anyway, here's another uh, volume of What You Watching on the Basement. Welcome to the basement. okay so it's been a long summer full of a lot of interesting cool kick-ass fun tv shows and movies to watch all summer long uh technically we're in fall now and i apologize i was gonna get uh my good buddy and um past contributor to the show for his special uh i don't know every three or four month installment of uh, a little thing we do here on the basement uh, where I bring Chris Carantit back on the show and it's time we bring it back. So Chris, what do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, that was <laughs> such a lag. Um, I'm going to fix that later. All right, cool, man. Uh, welcome back to the basement. Uh, <laughs> Happy to have you back. Have, uh, we have been uh, watching a lot of the same stuff this summer, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of big things to watch out there, but uh, you know, inevitably, it's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, <laughs> although there's definitely things on your list that I don't have, and things on my list that you don't have. So, yeah, looking forward to talking about those because. I definitely want to see you know, get caught up on the things I missed. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get started. Let's fucking hammer away. Let's fucking do the damn thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to start with pretty much everything you and I have in common this summer with what we've watched. And let's kick things off with now. Look, uh, we did an episode after the finale dropped back in when was it like July? And we kind of, I did like a cool, like nerd out analysis. So I'm not, I'm going to hang back a little bit because I haven't heard you really talk too much about it. Uh, but this was a big summer for none other than Stranger Things 4. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, uh, that was, I mean, everyone was talking about that. Like you can, you know, <laughs> I mean, look at the songs that came out of that that went huge. You know, with, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, like you can't go through reels or TikTok without hearing that song at least thirty times. <laughs> um, we, uh, I made that a one and uh, well, that one and uh, what, uh, what that Metallica song too? You know, Master of Puppets. So <laughs> the those goddamn teenagers these days, uh, <laughs> like I I listen to Master of Puppets maybe like once a week. <laughs> yeah. And there's when all this like workout and shit. Yeah, there's like, or maybe I don't like listen to it, but like I'll catch it on the radio or something. And yeah. like everybody's just like, yo, like all these teenagers were like, yo, what was that song? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's where I'm at. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Better than South Sudan. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, like Metallica had like this renaissance because of Master of Puppets showing up in Stranger Things. But like, what were your, I mean, look, I loved everything about it. They, they really put their money where their mouth was. Uh, yeah. Like when they said that there was going to be the season that they spent the most money on, you could definitely tell that was the case. Uh, yeah. Uh, season four was fucking dope. What? Go off. What did you like about it? I mean, it was just, you know, everything about it. Like, each episode really, like, it, it, the way it builds. I mean, that show always just builds tension, like, so well anyway with each episode. And, you know, like, even the the B stories, you know, and how they each come together, like, eventually, you know, it, it always does such a great job of, having everything like building and coming together in a way where you just like get so hyped up you know for like uh when they had its first you know little like mid-season finale that they did and yeah uh, and you know how that built up and even like before that you know like building up to the fourth episode with uh like that whole scare with max and um you know seeing her floating there like and that was like yeah like each each episode just really like get left you so at a point where you're just like fuck you know i, I, I need more <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it, yeah that show it's it's like both builds tension and also relieves it in the same moments with uh the humor too like each of the that each of the cast bring i mean yeah. just like <laughs> it just seems like you know uh it's really you know from where it started to where it is now, like they've really, you know, come into their own, it, it seems, you know, especially now, like that, you know, that their fifth and final season's coming. Which I don't know how the fuck are they going to top season? Like you to top this season. I, I was, um, yeah. Like even financially, like the, the budget on, I think it was like 10 million an episode. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. un fucking real, like Netflix just, I don't know how they make their money back. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, subscriptions, but like, but like, I don't know. Just like, how the fuck are they doing this? These financials. I that, that's all I thought about during Stranger Things four when I found out like the budget on it. Yet, yeah, fuck the the story. But <laughs> I just imagine that the uh, execs that that run all the money shit at Netflix are like uh, Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> yeah, you know you know that? How, like, <laughs> have you ever heard that? 
I think so. Yeah. The fun, the the <laughs> chick from uh, I think she's in Uncut Gems, and when she was being interviewed, that was another thing that happened this summer. When I it was like a day <laughs> of people just posting about her going Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, most California thing I've ever heard. Like Everything all of a sudden, a you have these like forty-year-old guys making TikToks where they're just walking around their house going Uncut Gems. <laughs> All right, we're off to a great start Everything, here everything uh, becomes a meme. Everything becomes a meme. Uh, but anyway, uh, Stranger Things 4, I mean, like, I don't know what more we can really say about it. Like, that hasn't already been said from, like, back in July till now. Uh, it really was um, it's just a landmark season. Like, the stakes felt so high, I felt. Yeah. Uh, every character I just felt was, like, in danger of, like, even like the newer characters that showed up, and I'm not going to spoil who died if you haven't seen it yet, but yeah. you're behind. The but... cinematography too, the season was so like, yeah, so fucking good. You know, especially that that one episode where they had the uh, the one shot of the uh, fucking when those guys attack the uh, house in California. Yeah, like those army guys, and you know you're following the kids, you know, through the house as they're trying to get out. It's like <laughs> so tense because you're sitting there wondering like. Is one of these kids about to get shot or something? Like I, I don't know at this point. Like this fucking, who knows what the show is willing to do? Um, cool. Uh, if you haven't seen Stranger <laughs> Things four yet on Netflix, uh, go check it out. There's nothing more we can say about that one. Um, yeah, it's just a landmark season. Like I don't know how they're gonna top that in season five, and they know I mean, they have just, to. Just knowing that. Knowing that it's going to be their final season, they're like, fucking, I don't know, <laughs> throw everything at the wall and, you know, see what sticks, I guess. Like, fucking, uh, like they they can just do anything and everything because it's like no consequences, I guess, you know. <laughs> but, True. And Vecna, dude. Now the only consequences are. The only yeah, the only consequences are having a, a final season like in Game of Thrones, yeah. Which as is a solid uh that's a, that's a solid um well, as far as like how it's remembered, I should say. True. <laughs> um that's a solid springboard here, my friend. Um let's I, look, I'm a few look, all right, that's Stranger Things 4. Go watch it. You know where to find it. It's on Netflix. It's been around since 2016 um and it has a show that has evolved better and better and it's not just about 80s nostalgia porn but thank you for the solid uh springboard because the game of thrones spinoff has dropped it's been out for like what like a month now uh house of the dragon dropped i'm a few episodes behind um what are your yeah i think it's on its i think it's on its fourth or fifth episode now probably by the uh, time this airs yeah i'll probably be caught up caught up by the time this airs but anywho yeah so yeah so far i mean it's it's caught me from the first episode like the the way it was building up i mean uh how many episodes did you say you were in on it uh there's about four or five i just finished the third one today so I plan to be caught up by some dogs. What are you guys running and barking at? Huh? There's nothing there. 
nothing outside. Fucking stampeding idiots coming across the goddamn bridge like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, pose the question again. <laughs> what are your initial thoughts? <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, my, my initial thoughts have been so far that it's just, you know, from that first episode, it really like caught me. I mean, the the story uh, with everything um, going on, I mean, the the you know, the way that it intros everything, uh, setting up like, you know, that the only thing that can, you know, take down the house of the dragon is itself. And, uh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, and, and we've like, we've all, all like heard about that in the original series, you know, all, like the history and, you know, but now we actually are going like, to get to see it. And yeah, it's like <laughs> the way that it's building up, like the, the political intrigue as well as just like the the little bit of fighting that they do here and there it's in each episode it's you know it's it's doing all like the best stuff that the original series did um i mean you know so far like i, I i'm liking the way that this first season is building um you know more so than like the original series because it's it's not so slow paced i mean you know that season that show had like it had like the the books and everything like it had the the chance to build up its story you know where as this show it's um it's telling like a long period of history in a condensed time uh period of time so they kind of have to like do those time jumps that they keep talking about in each you know between each episode where it's like i think from the first episode to the second it's like six months and then the oh, second yeah. episode to the third yeah. it's uh yeah, and then the second episode to the third, it's like a couple of years. Okay, that um, explains a lot because I was confused with a couple like really uh, time. Yeah, jumps. you catch yeah. a little. Yeah, you catch a little couple things like that, like when they talk about um, you know the uh, like what the fucking six months since like the the queen died or whatever. I think yeah. in the second episode, and then in the third episode, they talk about um. I think that's the one where they talk about uh, the the first son of the king, second name. I got some of that. Don't worry. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, No, that's Um, cool. Um, Yeah, yeah. Word to the wise: um, the first episode, uh, the way the queen dies, is. We just kind of spoiled it, but I'm not going to tell anybody how. Uh, I don't mean to. I know all year long I've dropped the I'm a parent now card on this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, in season one, uh, the uh, I'll just say there is a death in the first episode that as a parent just uh, nah, man. Fucking brutal to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's done in true like game of thrones kind of fashion of you know they don't fully go there but they go they go right up to that line that you shouldn't cross with like showing yeah and it's ah, my God. <laughs> they do enough they do enough on that show to really it just but like everything kind of moving forward after that um 
the uh, the king's brother, the prince, who's played by uh, what's his name from Doctor Who? Matt Smith. Yes, Matt Smith. Um, Matt Smith is in there, who plays a character that I feel like uh, is really uh, ramping up to be something special as the season goes on. Don't you think? I don't know. You're yeah, ahead I mean, of me, so don't say anything too. I don't know what happens. No, just every like everything he does, everything shitty he does. Like I keep seeing memes like he can't do anything. He everything shitty he does, I still like his character. Like fucking. Like, yeah, that's true. Like he is, he is kind of a slick little bastard. And I don't, I don't mind him. Like yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. Like it's Game of Thrones. Like you hate a, a character. You hate a character one minute. And the next minute, uh, you're like, eh, it's not so bad. It's like um, <laughs> Xerxes in uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I, mm. she's just an evil bitch. <laughs> yeah. But then she does a couple of things where I'm just like, eh, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like you root for her one minute and then you hate her the next. It's just like, well, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I, I like, know, feel, for, feel bad for them in one minute. Yeah, like I actually once I watched the first episode of this, I kind of went back into YouTube, like some kind of uh, not some kind of, but like Game of Thrones clips from Game of Thrones. Like I always enjoyed for some reason. Like it made me nostalgic of Game of Thrones, even though the show ended like I don't know three years ago now. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think I like started looking up stuff from like the first four seasons, and like or well, this one was actually in the last season. But like when she's got um. When Xerxes has got that per- that woman captive that uh, was saying shame to her, and then he f- she finally captures her, oh. and just like her fucking monologue to her, and then as she's closing the door, she goes shame, <laughs> shame, shame. Um, loved that. Yeah. I don't know. It, it made me nostalgic for Game of Thrones because uh, I don't know. It's yeah, like Game of Thrones. But um, any other thoughts you got on House of Dragon? Yeah, they had a. Uh, it's just a, you know the the shows they always had a great way of like kind of building up um, this like these like, weird kind of like you know characters that you're just like you you love that you also you like see them doing fucked up and terrible things and you just you're like into it for some reason like I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't get really what it is about Game of Thrones that really, like, I, yeah, just, like, I don't know what it is about Game of Thrones that does that. Like, it gets just gets people like that, where it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, like, any other show, the shit that the people are pulling, people will just be like, the fuck? It's just, it's just no, thank no. Like, but whatever, you know, this show, these shows just get away with it. <laughs> so, House of the Dragons, too early to call since we hit. Well, you're further along than me. So, um, yeah. am I? Am, I'm definitely enjoying where along? it's going. Uh, let's see, the third episode. I mean, yeah, like each episode, it definitely is building up. And like, I like, I do know, like, I have an idea where this is going just based on, like, you know, from when I, when, when I was watching Game of Thrones, like, I used to watch, uh, those like backs you know the lore videos that they would have where like they'd go into just talking about like the shit that would go on so like this whole you know the shit that these uh this story is based on like knowing that this is basically leading to like war and whatnot and just 
yeah, it, it's definitely seems like it'll be really interesting and, you know, it's going to be doing some of the craziest shit that Game of Thrones did in like a really quick like way, you know, considering how it's like, you know, it started, uh, I mean, it started really slowly with the dragons like being introduced in the end of the first season and then uh, I think that was the end of the first season and then like as the you know, series went on eventually they had you know dragon fights like this just seems like this show is going to end up doing like dragon fights pretty soon if fucking <laughs> uh, like like uh, maybe they'll end the season where it's like fucking going into all that war but you know it definitely seems like this is ramping up to be just like some crazy shit you know that they're going to be doing and uh you know while also having like the same kind of political intrigue and like the the same kind of like you know backstabbing you know like who can you trust who can you know like whose word do you really believe in this show and like because sometimes you just watch people and you're like is this guy up to something or is this person just like being a chill dude you know <laughs> Like you can never really know with any character in these fucking in this uh, like in this world. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, so I I don't want to fully say what it is. I'm gonna when I mention a TV show I watched this past summer that I know isn't on your list. I'm gonna do it a little later. But I saw the funniest crossover TikTok um, this past <laughs> week. Uh, I posted it on the basement's Instagram page. So if anybody saw it and knows what I'm probably talking about by now, but um, for those that didn't, I'm going to mention it when I get to another show later, but it's the ultimate house of the dragon and a different show crossover with like a, whoever, whoever the girl is who made this TikTok, it's, I was rolling on the floor laughing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely shaping up to be a good show. I feel like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like anybody who didn't like the game of the throat, the game of the thrones how an old person would say it yeah in the game of the thrones it's the game of thrones <laughs> all right we're lit now um <laughs> but um no it's definitely shaping up to be a pretty kick-ass show i'm excited to see where it goes i'm excited to see i'm excited to yeah. see more i want to see dragon war dragon fights so bad yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, knowing like them knowing how like badly received the last season of Game of Thrones was, like they had to really have confidence in this show to go forward with it, you know. So, yeah, which I was I'm nervous about. Like, looking forward to. Yeah. I was really nervous because of kind of the last few episodes of Game of Thrones. I don't think mm-hmm. I hated yeah. them as much as like your average pissed off nerd. <laughs> Um, because I think yeah. like that season started off really strong. I thought that that fucking um that epic battle, uh the the battle for um is it the battle yeah, for- like the, the battles and stuff, like that was that was never like an issue. Like I like those were always really impressive and like the, the effects were always really good. It was just like the storytelling, you know, like it, it just, was yeah, you know, it was kind of connecting A to B. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. There's, yeah, there's a lot of uh things that didn't really stick. <laughs> it's like connecting way. A to B and then having C as a result. You know, it's like you know, yeah. fucking, you know, like they, it just seemed like it was kind of cutting corners, or you know, like I had heard that you know they wanted to extend it to like 
several more seasons instead of just condensing it down to this that single one because it seemed like having those two giant battles and within one season was just like way too much condensing and way too little time yeah i mean i'm not one to talk i've never written a final episode of a show but yeah i i i I feel like a lot of people just didn't like it um well cool it is a cool show i'm excited (laughs) for where it goes um but i want to tie it in with another show that i think that i know you're I'm going to kind of let you have the floor on this one. So whatever you need to say, it's all yours. Cause I, I mean, I love, I love the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, but I know you, you like have some, at least I think you do from what I know about you, you have some deep knowledge of the lore of the world of middle earth. <laughs> but um, Amazon finally released the uh, uh, rings of power. Um, which I've, I, I'm still behind on that a little bit, but, uh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like I fucking love it. Yeah. I'm behind on it too. I'm only in the third episode. Uh, I've only seen all three up the first three episodes, I should say. Um, yeah, I've been watching that one with my, uh, my new girlfriend, but, um, yeah, that one, I, uh, <laughs> uh yeah that one i've like really been enjoying i mean it's just it, it's like telling you know the story of the rings you know like i mean that's the name of the show the rings of power like you know it's it's really it's interesting like you know i mean i, I if they're gonna tell a story in real earth like that's definitely an interesting one to tell it's like the whole um the forging of the rings and you know the the uh the deception from saruman and i mean not saruman um sauron uh and and you know getting those rings distributed amongst the different you know peoples uh, of middle earth um yeah it, it's it's really like you know it's basically just a uh a prequel series to the first five minutes of the first movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know like that that battle that they show in the very beginning when uh, he loses his fingers and the ring you know comes off like yeah so um but like it's filling in all those gaps and you know telling all this stuff that like unless you were you know someone who had gone into reading some of like the backstories or you know those stuff like the Silmarillion, which is uh, another, like, you know, a book that's basically giving lore from the the world and, and histories on, like, all these things that weren't in the original books. Like, it just, there's so much in there, you know, that they could talk about. I mean, and this show, it's, it's, it's really, uh, really been enjoyable and, you know, kind of going into like Galadriel as the central character from the looks of it um, from the first three episodes I've watched. Uh, how many episodes have you seen so far? Two. Two, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, it, it seems you know, like, I mean, it's that deal where they do have uh, an ensemble cast and they're like focusing on several different characters but hers seems like the central one and uh, I kind of get the feeling like they're almost like the the different characters that they're showing like eventually they're gonna come together to kind of like build their own 
fellowship in a way is, is kind of what I get like the senses possibly happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you know, well, like, I don't know if you got that sense at all from yeah. watching the uh, episodes and seeing those the characters that they've been introducing, but like maybe not like a fellowship uh, like in the movies, but just like some kind of you know alliance that's you know gonna eventually come together because eventually they're gonna be like what comes together you know against Sauron. I mean they've in the I mean, you said you've only watched the first two episodes, but in the third episode, they introduce a couple of, of uh, human characters that are like really big names that you you might recognize from the uh, the movies. So they're in. I mean, in the uh, I think in the first or second episode, they mentioned um, you know they they even talked to uh, an elf um, who, I mean, if anyone knows. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the like the books but if you played the those um shadow mordor video yeah. games that came out you know, like on playstation and uh those were like you know pretty fun you know they were just i think they were like made from those batman games you know like kind of an offshoot of that same combat system um but yeah, that that game used a lot of lore from that like time period, and one character they had in the game that's been introduced in the show is like they're actually going into his story is uh, Caleb Rimbor, who um, okay. is the elf that actually was uh, he's the elf that was uh, tr- uh, tricked into forging the the different rings, you know, all the different rings that were distributed amongst men, elves, and dwarves. So it's um. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting seeing like, you know, once they introduce whichever character is gonna be playing like Sauron, because you know he he came to people as like kind of disguised as like kind of like a good guy. You know, he didn't know that he was just this evil lord until all of a sudden, you know, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> surprise, motherfucker! Yeah, French yeah. fries, motherfucker. Yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> uh, some fries, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. All fries, motherfucker. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Yeah. No. I, I'm excited about yeah. it. Um. The one thing that I, I needs to be addressed on this show because I've seen you think posting memes about it and whatnot. Um, all the uh, racists that have come out of the woodwork because they're mad that uh, there's black elves. <laughs> yeah, all these black people in this universe. What the hell? That's not right. I look like who cares? <laughs> no, it's it's like I don't know where to fucking start. Like, look, all right. Well, let me just let me before I get into that. Like, I just wanted to touch on it. But <laughs> um, no, but but um, yeah, the show's fucking. I'm, great. I'm pretty. I'm pretty woke. <laughs> pretty woke. I'm pretty hip. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty hip. I'm pretty happen. I don't know. I'm. I thought about I'm voting for Bernie Sanders, but I didn't. How <laughs> are we gonna cut all that out? Um. <laughs> no. Um. No. This is a, I think it's a cool show. I think how it, I like how it, like, I obviously love Peter Jackson's vision of 
Hobbit trilogy, Lord of the Rings trilogy um, still holds up. I just watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy maybe like a year ago or so. I did like a a weekend or just before I had a kid. Just like, leave me alone. I'm watching fucking um, fucking Aragon. I'm watching my stories. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but like those movies still hold up and they're Two Towers is 20 years old this year. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes it in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we're, we're getting there now. <laughs> That's real laugh hitting you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, there's been like a ton of races that have come out of the woodwork. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say they've come out of the woodwork or come out of hiding because they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they never left. when we had 45 in office they had a home um anyway um yeah so we've had like you know the the little mermaid uh you know trailer drop and everybody freaked out and now you have i just the most annoying people on the internet bitching about how the fact that there's black people in middle earth uh i i I don't know like i feel like in a place like middle earth there's a lot of like wars that are waged but like it's never over skin color. So like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. It's just, it's fucking stupid, man. I fucking hate just dumb fucking racist. I just want to get in the show. I say, I, I fucking hate dumb racist people who want to make opinions <laughs> like that. There, I said my point. Now let's move on to a really offensive show also on Amazon called The Boys. <laughs> There's my segue. Um, the boys season three dropped this summer. <laughs> um, you could argue it's offensive, but I think the boys is fucking hilarious. Uh, the- oh yeah, no, it hits all the right. <laughs> See, uh, I'll wait on the dogs. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah, season three dropped. I don't even remember when. Um, and. Uh, I I just want to reference and like I've I, I I stalled on watching it, but all the memes of Star um, I almost said Star Lord. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Uh, the main the Superman guy the um oh um uh, Homelander Homelander why the fuck did I almost say Star Lord? Um, all the memes <laughs> of Highland Homelander. Highlander. There can only be one. Um, <laughs> Homelander's uh, fucking like memes of like when he's like the crowd's cheering for him and he and he's just like, oh yeah, cool, they're cheering for me. Or like that shot of him watching the movie in the movie theater and like the opening scene of the uh, of the um, yeah. first episode. <laughs> uh, I just I like immediately that was like the internet telling me like, dude, Homelander's like steps it up even a further fucking notch this season what a yeah. <laughs> phenomenal character <laughs> yeah that that actor is fucking killing it. like i like i i don't know how he isn't like getting all the awards because holy shit these like the work he's putting into that character <laughs> i have never seen they, somebody play a sociopath so well yeah <laughs> yeah, like, and then there's uh, there's that one episode uh, when he's like 
has that split personality moment where he's like talking to himself in the mirror and just yeah. like he's talking to himself the way he talks to everybody else and just like fucking just like he scares himself even in, in a way it's just like, jesus like the way that this guy just flips that switch you know and, and does it like sometimes within the scene like it's, it's, like this guy like i i definitely want to go back and watch more of his work because like uh i've heard of you know keep hearing people talk about the show uh banshee that he did um that's on okay. hbo max i i keep meaning to like go back and watch it because it's like yeah i ever since that you know uh, the voice has been out i keep seeing like clips for that banshee popping up on like you know facebook groups and for the boys who are just like oh you check out this shit. you know it's just like uh, you know some like fight scene or whatever you know it's just like something from that you know show where it's just like yeah that was pretty cool i want to fucking check that out like yeah you know, this guy like he's definitely bringing it each season and i can only wait to see like what he does in the you know the f- seasons that are already announced coming up yeah um his like uh the way i kind of we got to look up the actor's name hold on <laughs> Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr. Like, yeah. The way he, he's kind of uh, risen to like fame and success off of that role reminds me, oddly enough, and it's a completely like different character. Uh, it's actually a, a, based on a true character. Um, the guy, you know, the show Narcos on Netflix? Yeah. So I, I watched the yeah. first two seasons. I didn't watch the third one. And then there was like a spinoff because and I think a lot of people stopped watching it because it's about Pablo Escobar and mm-hmm. Pablo Escobar gets killed off like midway through season two. Spoiler alert. I mean, he's dead in real life. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you knew eventually he was going to get killed off. In the show. <laughs> it's based on history. You can always look at that shit up. <laughs> yeah, there's always spoiler alerts on the internet. Um, <laughs> but the character who plays Pablo Escobar on that show is watching him do his thing so amazing because he's kind of playing, he's playing a sociopath too. And for some reason, like I've just noticed like a kind of a comparison of acting styles for a complete, two completely different characters and how it's, he's like kind of like, an, they're both kind of like actors that I don't want to say like came out of nowhere because obviously they've done previous roles, but like yeah. this has been like their fucking role that has just like oh my god that guy um <laughs> yeah so the boys is thank god it's a series if this was a movie i feel like it would be okay i mean like but the fact that they get um such a big space to just have fun and make some amazing gags Yet at the same time, mm, all the way yeah. even back to like the first two seasons, there's some amazing gags um, and also tying in like really great drama and really great character arc. The conflict with um, Carl Ur- Urban's character um, uh, with everything going on with like his wife and shit. Um, but one th- one gag I have to talk about, and it is vulgar as all hell, <laughs> <laughs> is the first episode with the the shrinking guy <laughs> yeah yeah i've i've seen so many uh reactions online to that scene specifically because of just how like 
Like, uh, there was this one reaction that I won't forget. It was this, this woman who was watching it, and she, like, was legitimately horrified. Like, you could see on her face the look of, like, horror and just, like, she just was just, like, she doesn't even have the appendage that we are talking about here, and she was still just like, ah! You know, like it's so not okay. Should we? Uh, should we say what it on. is? Uh, I'm sure people have heard about it by now, even if they haven't seen the show. So yeah, we could. Yeah. Okay, the, uh, so the... the they they basically did the Thanos thing. Only instead of a butt, it was a dick. <laughs> so there is a shrinking uh, superhero at a party. And, you know, he happens to be homosexual. So he's in a back room and I think he's like doing coke and he's hooking up with another guy and he shrinks down to, um, you know, a, a, a tiny, a, a wee little bit, a wee, a wee fella and he's <laughs> sexual. Oh my God. I fucking like, can't believe I'm even saying this. <laughs> like, like, just imagine the writer's room on this, like. <laughs> I mean, it might have been in the graphic novels. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not like fully caught up on those. I wouldn't but put it past the comics. So, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't either. I've read some of the comics, but um, so yeah. basically what happens is the shrinking man, I think he does like a few sniffs of Coke and he decides to go <laughs> crawling up his uh, hookup buddy's uh, piss hole. <laughs> Why aren't you laughing? All right, there you go. You're laughing with me now. <laughs> Um, and he decides, I, oh my God, man, <laughs> he goes up in there and I think he's like caressing the walls of the guy's dick. Yeah. And then he goes ahead. It's and like, sees. it's like, you know, you're like, you know, that deal when you're walking next to a wall and you're just kind of like randomly or like walking and rubbing your hand against the wall. Yeah. He's doing that, but inside of a guy's dick. <laughs> And then he sneezes, and the man who's he's inside explodes. Yeah. Well, you know, because when he sneezed, he got back to normal size. Yeah. While so he was still inside the other dude. It so, is. Yeah. yeah. It is the one of the best gags I've ever seen in <laughs> anything, and I know it's like raunchy, but you know what? Like, I wish I made a reaction video too for that because I was not expecting that. Like. Like I was just yeah. like, ah, he's little. And then oh wait, wait, he's going up a guy's dick hole. Like oh wait, wait, wait. And then there's the exclamation point as he sneezes and the fucking just goes back to a normal size and the guy dies. Um, <laughs> he just just falls over, split in half. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. That's the that's all I have to say about the boys. <laughs> that's the season in a nutshell. Yeah. For me. I don't know. Do you have anything more to say? Yeah. No, I just, I, I wanted to say how, like, this season, I mean, you know, each season keeps stepping it up with how, like, how Definitely. good it's been. Like, you know, the, the things that they do, like, the 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 humor that they inject in, and, like, also the, the, the things they have to say about, you know, the world that we live in. Like, they, you know, they have, oh, yeah. like, that one episode that, uh, is kind of like a dig on uh, uh, little girls and like beauty pageants and stuff where, you know, Starlight's, you know, 
a little girl in a pageant. She just hates what she's doing. And you see her just like kind of making a fist and like fucking hates it without her entire, you know, like being and having to do it again, like as an adult being, you know, a celebrity like in the face of, you know, the, this, like the face of this company and whatnot. Like, yeah, it, it's <laughs> fucking, you know, you can take so much out of, you know, each thing that they say about like, each of these different characters and uh and not to mention like just the you know the in general like the it seems like they're definitely throwing a lot more money into the show and uh i mean that that uh what hero gasm episode that uh fucking i think it was like uh mid-season or something like that or towards the end of the season yeah that that episode was insane yeah you know the 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 big fight scene that they had in, in that where, you know, like, yeah, it was just, it was so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give away who was in the fight scene, but it was just, it was really well built up and like something that you've been waiting to see, you know, definitely. So it's, yeah, I was, yeah. I was definitely, you know, like I can't wait to see where they're going to be going in the, you know, I think it's, the fourth season that they you know they've announced that i'm not sure i think they've announced more than that but i'm not positive yeah if they haven't then they definitely will i, I know, think like after like finished making the story i think like after season two they did announce season three which this is and season four so yeah um, i'm yeah i mean it's gonna be around for i would imagine they're gonna yeah yeah i'm imagining they're gonna make the show for as long as you know they want to like <laughs> yeah I haven't, I mean, I have, I'm going to mention a, um, a show a little later on Amazon. So that kind of contradicts what I'm saying, but for the most part, I have really not seen a lot of bad shows on Amazon prime. Um, there are, I I, like there there's in my opinion, but like, I feel like they don't do the Netflix model of throwing a ton of shit against a wall. (laughs) here fucking watch it like prime kind of i don't know prime kind of goes for quality over quantity and yeah they have some misses you know there's some things where i was like yeah it's not for me but um i've been really impressed with a lot of what they put out um so you know what fuck it i guess i kind of like jeff bezos a little bit whatever i said it (laughs) i mean it's not like he's the one that's in the uh studio like if he was i'd be like well, damn! <laughs> God, I'm cutting a ton of stuff. He's out just of collecting episode. the checks. <laughs> um, all right, that's the boy. Nah, I'm just saying it's okay to hate him still. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got you. I don't. I don't really give a shit. Sticking it to yeah. the man. <laughs> right, let's jump off one streaming platform and go to another. Uh, we got a few things to talk about on Disney Plus that you and I both watched. Well, one of them just recently watched, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Because they're both in the Star Wars universe, but I want to go with, I know you got a few of the new Marvel ones that uh, you've watched. I've only watched one of them. We'll get to the one that you've watched that I haven't in a few, but um, let's talk Miss Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So um, you did, is that one you watched or? uh, Yeah, no, no. I I watched Miss Marvel. It's like been a minute. I feel like I watched that. That came out like the beginning of the summer. So it's been a minute, but um, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that one. Um. That yeah, that was one about you know, you know, young Pakistani girl who ends up you know getting these powers through, um, from uh you know just like a family heirloom that she has yeah. and uh, kind of 
opens up like this whole you know world of strange things just like any you know any of these like marvel things where somebody gets superpowers but um yeah being told from the perspective of a well, I forget how old I think like 15 or something like that year old uh, like 15 or 16 girl. maybe like, she's yeah. isn't she about to graduate yeah oh yeah, yeah. She, she was she was learning to drive so I would assume 16 yeah um, um yeah I really got into the teen yeah, angst yeah. of this show <laughs> yeah yeah it's like <laughs> kind of nostalgic like high school vibes but also being like <laughs> being that it's 2022 and they're also like in the marvel universe and also a couple of years ahead of us like timeline wise like still it's just like you know seeing like it's just how different it is with like you know the social media and everything and and um and also like the introduction of you know superheroes are a thing in this world and like you know the like the first episode doing the whole introduction to the uh avenger avengers con i think it was yeah they bring like in like a, a such yeah, like a, a convention into it i thought that was a cool idea yeah yeah like, it's, it seems like natural like why wouldn't they have something like that you know like they have cons for just about everything in our world so why wouldn't they have that in you know their world for you know i'm, I'm sure each hero probably has like a con at some point like somebody yeah. you know fucking celebrating them <laughs> in their world at least but yeah it, it's it's definitely uh and and the you know the story they told you know with uh this character and her um her backstory with like her family and everything and like it, it, it through the show it like kind of <laughs> keeps seems kind of weird and you know just kind of probably says something about uh the american school system like learning about how you know the split between india and pakistan through the show and like how that happened and you know fucking you know families being split apart like that you know, I didn't learn was, shit about that like, in high school, like or anywhere. Like I didn't know yeah. anything about that. Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. I like when they, you know, most people bitch about that kind of stuff, but like I like it when they tie in something like that. I thought that was a cool touch. Um, yeah, I I loved the like opening and closing credits to this show for some reason, like the mm-hmm. the, the street art and stuff i think it was yeah yeah it was very creative and like yeah it it like they did it it like tapped into like gen z culture and whatnot and i was like you know i thought that was kind of cool like if you're gonna have a 16 17 year old main character um yeah you gotta bring them into bring us into her world uh yeah i did hear like a great she's like the daydreamer yeah like I did hear a gripe that like a lot of special effects artists were rushed to finish it. And I, I, mean, I didn't really see anything like that was like, Ew, that didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, don't know, I feel like after this aired, there was like this big uproar of special effects artists on the internet going like Marvel's fucking screwing us. They're rushing us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How to, that's just something I've heard. Um, I, I don't have an opinion on that or anything, but. Um, I didn't see anything that like bothered me about this visual effects. I actually thought it was really cool. Um, yeah. Best fight ever to a Bon Jovi song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, have, have there been many fights to a Bon Jovi song? No. I mean, there has to be like two or three others, but like this one was like it, probably. Yeah. How do you have a fight to live in on a prayer? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a song you just fight to, and they made it work. I just gave that away, but um, that that'll um, and I mean, you know, it's not really giving anything away, so nah. I think people will be fine. <laughs> so that's. That's um yeah, Miss Marvel was cool. I like how Disney kind of does. I think they're pretty much all six episodes for well, a lot of the recent ones have been, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I the got- uh, She-Hulk one's supposed to be like nine episodes, but I think it's awesome because that one's a shorter uh shorter episodes kind of like WandaVision was, you know, they were like half hour episodes. Okay. Uh um, But um but yeah, that uh but yeah, I definitely thought that uh you know, it was a really good show, and like I, I enjoyed the way that they built up into the you know final episode, where it's just like the the big confrontation that they did, and the way they set it up because uh, her character is supposed to be showing up in the next uh, Captain Marvel movie, you know, whenever that comes out, you know. So uh, yeah, it's definitely gonna be cool seeing like her character interact with uh, the Captain Marvel character, considering like in the show like you know build up how much of a fangirl she is of of that character like you know so it'll be funny like seeing her her like chemistry that she has you know playing off of uh brie larson yeah no i definitely look forward to it um well let's uh we're gonna get into she hulk in just a minute because i know you've watched it uh but let's real quick go through Probably a big, like, in the Star Wars universe, I love the Mandalorian. Uh, Book of Boba Fett was all right. I think a lot of people hated it. I didn't hate as much as those haters, but I was like, yeah, it could have been better. But um, Obi-Wan Kenobi that dropped on Disney Plus back at the beginning of it, back in May, I think. I have not been able to talk about this with anybody besides you here five months later. Um, <laughs> fucking awesome show or limited yeah, series. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like I've heard rumor that there may be a second season, but I mean, who knows? That could just be people talking because they want it. Like they just want more yeah. from this character. But um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, I was just gonna say. Uh, so yeah, this this show, like, I mean, for years people have said, you know, that some of the best things from that original, you know, that prequel series was, uh, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor's portrayal yeah. of Obi Wan Kenobi, and um, you know, so seeing him come back and just playing, you know, filling in like a gap in. Obi-Wan's life like you know 10 years after the end of those movies and you know, when, you know Luke and Leia are, you know both 10 year olds and uh yeah just like seeing you know how kind of beaten down he is like from life and like you know seeing everything that's happened since and you know knowing what you know like what he had to do and what and had like transpired like yeah it's just it was so so cool like kind of watching this guy like go from it was almost like a um 
like an underdog story, you know, where he's just yeah. like started out. Or actually, you almost think of it as maybe not underdog, more like you almost think of it as like a Rocky film, you know, where like he started, yeah, he was on top and he's been beaten down by life or whatever and had to get built back up again. It's Rocky three, dude. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If you know what even happens in Rocky three, man. Mr. T takes the yeah, belt yeah, from him and then he's got to retrain himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. T being Darth Vader in this case. <laughs> well, I like how he, I really felt the weight of his trauma on the fallout of yeah. what happens to Anakin Skywalker. Like I fucking felt yeah. it. Um, that yeah, was a like really his... good job. Yeah, he, you could definitely tell, like, and when that, I think it was the second episode, when he finds out that Anakin's alive, just, like, that look on his face of just, like, horror and just, you know, also just, like, oh, just, like, the sadness in his eyes and just, like, knowing that, you know, what he's probably suffered through because he's still alive and just, yeah, <laughs> what it's probably turned him into, you know, yeah. knowing how he left him, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just those episodes, seeing them, you know, build up to those. I think it was six episodes again. Um, yeah. yeah it, I waited till uh, all of the episodes aired and then I just binged it in a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is probably, I mean, a good way to do it considering like you definitely don't, you know, the way that some of the episodes leave you off, you don't want to just stop there. You're just like, I need answers. <laughs> and we also got to see the return of Hayden Christensen. Um, yeah. Under heavy makeup, I believe, in some shots. Oh, yeah. And also in a flashback scene as Anakin Skywalker. And it was kind of this cool, you know, he got a lot of flack for those. And a lot of people say it's George Lucas not yeah, his really direction and writing yeah like he george lucas has been criticized for that before plenty of times and i you know it's not like george lucas listens to this show so i can sp- i'm gonna speak a little maybe he does i don't fucking know but <laughs> but i'm gonna speak a little freely it's just like there's numerous people that have come out and said like george lucas isn't known for his directing skills like he isn't known for guiding an actor really well yeah um, I've, I've, I heard that from like an interview with like Harrison Ford that like, I forget from where, but like something about like him, Carrie Fisher and Luke Skywalker would literally Luke Skywalker. I mean, Mark Hamill <laughs> who played Luke Skywalker who would like kind of team up as a trio on the star Wars movies they were in and kind of work out the scene yeah. because they weren't getting a lot of direction from George. Yeah. Yeah, um, they needed to work it out with somebody. What the fuck is that? <laughs> one of the dogs, he's being a little pain in the ass because one of the dogs is up here playing with a toy. Oh, I got you. So he's just like, but like, I never, I, I never seen, I've seen Hayden Christensen and other stuff and I thought he's perfectly fine. You know, yeah. he's not the greatest actor in the world, but he's not, he's not what he was in those prequels. Um, so I felt like that was kind of a slight like thing of let's give him another chance in some aspect um, to give that role, give his performance justice. And yeah, and yeah, like 
maybe he was miscast and wasn't good in it. Or maybe it was the flip side of that. Maybe he just, you know, was dealing with not that great of a script because I don't think Natalie Port Natalie Portman, you can tell, is trying her fucking best in those prequels. And I think she's kind of missing her mark at times too. But you can tell she's trying. Um, <laughs> but it it was it was such a cool little film that ta- film uh, limited series that takes place in between episode three and four. Uh, yeah, and I again, you had racists coming out of the woodwork with a certain character yeah. on that show too. Like, I don't know why I keep bringing that up. It just kind of pisses me off. But um, anyway, well, yeah, I mean, even even McGregor even had to come out and like with a video and saying how like the people who are being shitty about this character are like they're not real fans because they're like. You know, it's like these people just need to give it a break. I, I don't know why so many people are just end up being like crappy about, you know, like yeah. crappy to the actor because they don't like like, I don't know, it seems like they don't like the choices that the character is making. So they take it on the actor. And it's just like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And she's a great, her character arc is incredible. Uh, Moses yeah. Ingram, who plays, um, is it Reva. Reva or is it Reva? Her character name. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Reva. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her character. She almost kind of steals the show a little bit in times and the stuff she's in and the scenes she's in. Um, I definitely felt like a hint of a spinoff for her. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe not a spinoff, but she's definitely not done with like. No. She, yeah. The They'll put her in something else. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, other great casting decisions out of that. Uh, Vivian Laura Lyra Blair as a young Princess Leia. Um, yeah. Incredible little girl playing. Yeah, like I, I don't know why I watching that first episode. Like I didn't expect it at all based on like, you know, what they were doing with the, the marketing, like the, the trailers for like they didn't show a young Leia at all. So it's just like, I don't know why, for whatever reason, my mind like went it seems and i you know watching reactions too it seems like other people had the same reaction like they just didn't didn't even register that that was even an option and all of a sudden there's like of course that's the thing that's gonna get them off of tattooing and like fucking you know like something is happening with young leia and you know just yeah like you were saying this young actress that played her just killed it like absolutely killed it yeah um O'Shea Jackson Jr. Ice Cube's kid is in there. Uh I love how they brought back Joel uh Egerton, who's in yep. the prequels, and he's only in like two or three scenes. I'm yeah, there. this they is like back, back when he was still building up his career. Like yeah, he, he was like a young a actor at the time. So like, yeah, yeah. But he actually came back and did something this time. Like <laughs> it's yeah. nice to see him like you know, actually have something to do. And like, you know, I liked his character arc in this, uh, in this uh, season. Like, yeah, it was um, just, you know, it was a very big part of it, but it was still like yeah. a nice, you know. It, like, it was cool. You could tell they were just it, like, yeah. let's yeah. see if we can get Joel Eg- Egerton to come back, even if it's for a scene. But, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I also like the casting choice of having uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's always playing like every character he plays. He always plays some kind of like dirtbag or shithead or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh, last casting choice I liked in it was uh, Ben Safty, uh, one of the Safty brothers mm-hmm. who directed who directed Uncut Gems. No, <laughs> um, he's he's actually pops up in a lot of stuff. He's been in their own movies, and he's also was in um, Licorice Pizza, uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie from last year. Um, yeah. Cool. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I fucking loved it. It's probably maybe, I mean, Mandalorian season two is up there as pretty solid, but I don't know. I think this one might've been my favorite star Wars show that uh, Disney's done. Um, But there's another one right now that I've only watched like 20 minutes of, and it just dropped. Tell me about Andor. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that you know, what you were just saying about Obi-Wan being your favorite Star Wars thing, uh, I think that uh, Andor might be up there too because it, it seems like it's it's going to be right up your alley. Like I know, you know, from what you got out of the first 20 minutes of uh, that first episode, but I mean, it definitely, you know, I, I like it. It after cool. watching those first three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, it's you know it's it's from the same people who made you know Rogue One, which Rogue dog bit me a fucking hand, um, but uh, Rogue One it was, uh, I mean, out of all the like those other Star Wars movies that have come out, Rogue One's been my favorite. And, you know, I don't know if you felt the same way. I think I, but I'm just pretty like sure I that agree. that story, yeah, like that story was just so so fucking good. Like it, it just the fact that they told a war story for once in a show like a movie called star wars like yeah <laughs> it was nice to actually see like the actual war part of it you know and people who are you know like the fact that none of those characters survive you know <laughs> spoilers for rogue one but like you know so actually being able to go back and see you know the how this main character from that movie uh, one of the main characters from that movie like became uh you know the the spy and you know the rebel that he is and um yeah like seeing you know him come up from being this like nobody to being like a big part of the the rebellion i mean it's it's you know i mean it's only the first three episodes so um but yeah, three episodes out of I think twelve in this season, and I've heard that there's a second season that's already been announced that's also going to be twelve episodes. So it's yeah, like they have definitely have a lot of uh, confidence in this. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this this show, I mean, it's it's definitely it's you know the way that it like from that first 20 minutes i don't know how you felt but it seems like they're definitely giving it its time like it's it's not like rushing through anything it's definitely giving characters you know their moments and like you know you're seeing like motivations from everybody you're not it's not just like you know they're doing a bunch of things because it's like oh we got to do the star wars thing like it, like they're giving reasons for everybody doing the things that they're doing and like really kind of building up this like the motivations that each character has and also like you know so you'll see once you get through you know the first three episodes like you know where it builds up to but it just it, you know in, in this first like little you know it almost seems like it, the first three episodes are its own little story arc that leads into the next you know i'm assuming what the, the next story arc is going to be and uh yeah it just it felt really like 
refreshing having a story that's you know it's it's not about like you know wizards or bounty hunters it's just like it just seems like it's real people you know i mean you you saw in that first 20 minutes like this the show basically starts up off with him on on a planet at a brothel looking for you know looking for somebody and then as he's leaving he gets jumped by a couple of security guards and fucking ends up killing them in a in a tussle so it's just like it just seemed like a really like real moment where just like kills one guy by accident just like in the fight doesn't even realize that the guy was dead and then just ends up having to kill the other guy and just like i mean you know sorry for anyone that you know but it's just uh but yeah just like the way that like it just those moments felt like something like like you could be watching a uh a movie set on earth in like you know Oh, the fucking city or something, and it would feel just as as real. Yeah, agreed. Well, I will definitely keep plugging along with it. Uh so that yeah, I, I definitely think you'll enjoy it. You know, once you get through you know these episodes and you know seeing where it's going, and like they they introduced uh, in the third episodes, uh, what's it, Stellan Skarsgård's character? Ooh, I think that's his name. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's looking like it'll be a really, really fucking cool show. All right. Well, that is um, that is literally everything we have watched that we're on the same page with for the most part. But um, let's. There's some stuff that you've been watching. As you know, folks, we usually kind of go for a while when we do what you watching. But let's uh, let's fucking dive into some stuff you've watched that maybe I haven't and vice versa uh you have the floor my friend all right well um next thing i'll get on is uh a little you know movie that came out um <laughs> this uh this summer uh yeah since we already talked about miss marvel you know i might as well jump into other marvel stuff uh thor love and thunder Ooh. you know that uh that movie yeah <laughs> Curious. Uh, so that movie, uh, yeah, that movie came out, and um, you know, uh, I don't know what you've heard as far as views go, but uh, it hasn't been too favorable on the movie. Like, uh, <laughs> but you like it, so, I take it. Um, uh, eh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you find you know, something kind of good in every movies. Marvel film. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely aspects I liked, you know, I mean, you know, but I, I definitely have to agree with, like, some of the reviews that I saw. I mean, there were some specifically that, because after I left the movie, I was just like, I, I, you know, I didn't know how to feel. Like, there was, like I said, aspects I liked about it, but at the same time, it was like, what the fuck happened here? Like, <laughs> seems so, like, scattered and all over the place. Um so yeah i i didn't know you know but then like after watching some reviews and seeing what other people thought i was just you know, like yeah it really like cleared up like what i was thinking which you know i mean so as far as things i did like you know the things i'd like you know obviously i mean christian bale playing the bad guy in it i mean you can't go wrong with christian bale he always gives his, yeah. his movies like his all and uh 
It's, I mean, it just seems like his character was so out of place as far as, like, his character, I mean, his motivations being, like, you know, you start off the movie and he's this, this guy wandering the desert and, you know, he's, like, he's with his child who's dying of starvation, you know, he's praying to the gods and nothing's happening. And so all of a sudden he runs into a god and it's just, like, doesn't, he's not there to help him at all. So, you know, it leads into, like, him finding a way to kill this god and you know he becomes like a god killer and he's out to kill gods in general so it's just like you have this set up for this character and like you really get the motivation that he has like and uh you know he's what he's doing like you get why he's so upset with like you know having to you know just watch like his like i think i saw a thing in the in the comic books like his it wasn't just like his daughter but apparently in the comic books it's like his entire um his entire family that gets you know killed like that you know it's just like really fucking tragic so you know to have this you know this guy like having this motivation like you get it and you know his his character isn't funny at all like he's a very serious character his motivations are very real and then you have this the movie where like every time Thor comes in or you know just like it just becomes like slapstick or what it's just like it's so over the, all over the place with the comedy and the the drama that they were trying to the, to tell like and, and like you know another thing that they had in it that I did like you know Natalie Portman coming back you know like her becoming a Thor like getting powers like it was it was cool but at the same time like they made her character like every time she's a thor she's being like more slapstick and like kind of funny and jovial when it's like her motivations for becoming thor like i won't give it away you know until you, you see it but it's like you know it's understandable why, you know, like what happened and why she's like wanting to try to find that power like and and yeah so like these things like uh just the story was so all over the place as far as like the the comedy aspect but also like the, the drama and you know the i mean you'll see when you eventually watch it since you can watch it for free now on uh disney plus like it just it like i mean ragnarok was everyone loved that one and like i i definitely enjoyed that one so much and you know, it hit like a right, you know, the right spot with everything. This one just seemed like they were going a little bit too all over the place, and uh, like, like Taika Waititi was just like a little. He, he I don't know, was given full reign to do whatever he wanted. It seemed because he fully did. <laughs> um, what well, that actually makes me not want to see it. <laughs> it's like. Because I thought, I mean, you know, it's definitely like it's still it's still enjoyable, like you know, aspects of it, and there's definitely, like I said, you know, just seeing Christian Bale's you know uh, performance as that you know that character, you know, the character he plays, like it's you know he was really good and worth like checking out, and uh, had some really cool and interesting fight scenes, like. I heard um, one person, uh, which like another thing I definitely have to agree with as far as a um, review for this. It seemed like it was like 
it was the most anime movie like live action anime movie that there's ever been even though it's not like like somebody was saying like Taika Waititi needs to direct a live action anime because it seems like based on this movie he really could do it like whatever he would do justice you know so yeah if, if anything just watch it as just like keep that in mind it's like yeah it's like this definitely seems like yeah when you watch it with that kind of in mind like yeah this does seem like action anime right? <laughs> okay i'll look into it i know <laughs> um i've, I've yeah. been meaning to watch uh, yeah. it but those reviews have just been like did anybody like this movie but so i heard watch it for christian bale but um i don't know yeah um all right so uh, uh throw down as like something in the background when you're fucking cleaning the house oh, whatever okay because <laughs> i do that a lot now uh i mean you know stay at home dad the fuck up <laughs> All right. Speaking of being a stay-at-home dad, my first show that I was plowing through when I pretty much had been home with the baby. Well, actually, it was kind of like still while I was working. Um, just ended this year. It's none other than multiple Emmy award-winning Ozark. Now, I don't know if Ozark, now, like, I, you've never really talked to me about like crime drama. So I don't know if Ozark's really your bag, but of course I know you. Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually, I haven't seen it, but I, I do like you know, crime dramas. And I mean, one of my favorite movies growing up, um, which is a weird thing to say, was uh, LA Confidential. Of course. You know, like, it's such a, a great classic, like, crime drama. So. Uh, yeah, and like I've always heard good things about good things about Ozark, and I, you know, my watching it um, at one point since you know I hooked him up with my Netflix. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely one that I need to. You know, I just haven't. Ozark. Uh, I had watched the pilot episode when it first dropped back in I think like 2016, 2017. I'm like, I remember being like, oh, Jason Bateman uh in like a dark comedy it looks like so i'm thinking all jason bateman does is comedy uh that was dark but it was no comedy <laughs> yeah um, that first episode gets fucking dark uh holy shit like really <laughs> yeah man it, it just like it gets very like kind of existential midlife crisis my wife's cheating on me like and I know about it, kind of dark. That it's all from Jason Bateman's perspective. Um, and then you find out, oh, he works for a company that has ties to the cartel. Um, and something happens, and he almost dies. I won't give it away since you haven't seen it. But listeners who know, I know I have listeners who um worship ozark they know what's going on but i won't go into too far of detail and that's kind of the kickoff for the pilot episode which is a great pilot episode and you learn he's basically got to become the big money launderer for the cartel mm -hmm. and his way of doing it is like he's gonna launder it into the the big kind of you know vacation attraction in the midwest the ozarks of missouri and mm -hmm. Onward with the next four seasons of like fucking really tense. Who is going to get whacked? Drama. <laughs> like, um, look, 
everything that's been said about Ozark has been said. Um, the character Ruth, obviously, uh, I think she won. Um, Julia Garner won two times, I think, for her portrayal mm. of the character Ruth. Uh, it is definitely an awesome character. Definitely a fan favorite of sorts. Uh, all the way up until for the entire show. Uh, Laura Linney, who plays Wendy Bird, uh, Jason Bateman's wife. Um, incredible. I f- you fucking mm. hate her by the time you hit season three. Like, I just, oh my God. I just, <laughs> I just like, oh my God. Like, you think, um, what's her name? Um, I can't remember. The wife on uh, Breaking Bad. But uh, yeah, yeah. you think she's like a pain in the ass. Uh, Wendy Bird puts her to fucking shame. Uh, just just making <laughs> like the, the the one thing and like look in a in a culture right now where women are really at the forefront in film and TV as like being the smart mindful characters and I think that's a perfectly fine thing but in Ozark everybody on that show is fucking stupid is going to get themselves killed except for Jason Bateman he is the smartest guy <laughs> on that show. Um, Marty Bird is the smartest character on that show, and no one's listening to him. <laughs> he is he's he plays things, he's an accountant, you know. It's basically what he is. Oh, uh, yeah. So no wonder they went to Jason Bateman. That's usually the character he plays. He kind of plays what he, he pretty, yeah. He he plays that kind of annoyed character that he always see him plays, just that frustrated, annoyed so it's guy. It's basically like his character from Arrested Development, but with killer you know uh killer uh fucking um uh consequences yeah it's like props to jason bateman he takes the same damn role that he's always been and puts it in a crime drama um there's just so many decisions being made um with laundering money and killing people and just like decisions where you're just like all Jason Bateman's character is just trying to get out of this alive and everybody else is making stupid decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, what more can I say about Ozark? And what, what I was going to say is about that crossover TikTok video I saw. And if, you, oh, yeah. if, you, if you've seen it on the, if you go on the basement's Instagram page, I mean, you won't, I don't think you'll really fully understand because you haven't seen Ozark. But yeah. um, there is someone dressed up as Ruth, and Ruth has like this thick Southern Midwest accent, white tra- trailer trash kind of persona, and she's a loudmouth. She swears a lot, and it's someone dressed up as Ruth from Ozark, but like the background is um, from House of the Dragon, <laughs> and and she's basically like explaining pot, plot points of the show as Ruth from Ozark. And in season four, some, a character gets killed um, and she loses it. And she has this scene. She has this scene that literally everybody says is what got her to win the Emmy. Um, where yeah. all she basically says is like, if you're going to stop me, you need to fucking kill me. And the person who made the TikTok, <laughs> she's like standing in front of the Iron Throne. And she's just like, if I don't get the Iron Throne, you're going to need to fucking kill. Like, it's so funny. Um, yeah, I think I saw that post and I was just like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's ruthless. Oh, yeah. I got the Game of Thrones, but uh, yeah. 
Um, but you would enjoy Ozark. Like it's it's yeah. it's I've never seen a crime drama done like it. It's very dark and ominous, very really great mood and tone to it. Um, nobody's safe at any time during that show. Um, it ended this year. I will say in season three, they bring in a character that I'll never forget. Um, uh, Wendy's brother, Ben, who played by Tom. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Dog stampeding across the bridge to get over here. Okay. Um, I'll take that from the top. Uh, Wendy's brother, uh, Ben, played by Tom Pelfrey. I think that's his last name. He's been on some TV shows yeah. here and there. Um, his character is like this bipolar, manic depressant uh, guy. And he's only in like, I don't want to give it away for you. Um, it is one of the best one season. Like it's one of the best seasons of acting on a show I've seen by any actor. Uh, no. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I tweeted him about it, and uh, he actually liked my tweet. That's what I got to say. So that's Ozark. <laughs> nice. Your turn, pal. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. So um, the next thing I'll go on, is, I guess, you know, staying with Marvel, and uh, it's what I've been watching lately um, as far as, like, you know, shows that are playing right now. Uh, She-Hulk, you know, we already mentioned uh, before, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah it's, I think because somebody's in the kitchen doing stuff, so fucking dogs being a bitch. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, uh, She Hulk has fucking. Shut up, Daisy! <laughs> I know. That's the bad part. Oh, Earl. Yeah. So yeah, She-Hulk uh, has been, you know, a, a really fun show I've been playing lately. Uh, it's, it's been, um, you know, another one on Disney+. <laughs> All right. So She-Hulk, uh, you know, that one's been really fun. Um, you know, that one, they, it's doing that thing that uh, it's actually, you know, I guess apparently in the comic books, you know, she did, uh, she breaks the fourth wall, you know, kind of like uh, Deadpool, you know, she talks to the audience and, uh, you know, like references the fact that she's in the show. Um, and it's kind of funny, like some of the things that the show has done, like they've, like they obviously went into this knowing that they were going to get flack you know, because of uh, people being shitty and like sexist and you know, <laughs> calling out like, you know, calling out like, like they do things like, uh, like it, saying within the Marvel universe, like, you know, oh, there's a She-Hulk, like, oh, you know, get your own heroes, you know, like why do they have to make a, why do they have to like make a female version of Hulk or whatever, you know, <laughs> which is just yeah. like funny because I've heard all that same shit, you know, talking about both like you know sex and race when it comes to like when those things are changed in movies you know for our movies or shows or whatever uh it's been you know i've been enjoying the hell out of that one um with its you know the, the humor that they do in it you know because it's it's 
similar to uh, WandaVision in the way that they're doing like shorter episodes and it's more like a half hour. Um, they're doing like almost like a sitcom thing of it being like more comedy and whatnot. Um, first episode is more like 40 minutes just because it's kind of setting up the, the world and whatnot. And um, uh, like the reasoning for what happened and why she is like the character that she is. Um, you know, like why she has these powers and whatnot now. Um, and yeah, it was, it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's really a fun show, though. You know, the, the, the way that they're telling the story and, you know, having her break the fourth wall in uh, the episode, like knowing that she's in a show and, and um, the things that, like, she knows versus, like, you know, just going along with it and just, I don't know, it's just been, um, been really fun. Uh, you know, I mentioned before, you know, how they, like, they kind of knew that there was going to be those, like, you know, haters, you know, coming at them with, like, the whole, you know, like, calling them out as being, like, um, sexist people being shitty because, you know, the character's a female or whatever, and, um, wow, <laughs> whatever. Like it's it's uh, a fun show, um, and apparently, like you know, from stuff that I've seen, you know, like reactions that it's gotten online, apparently a lot of positivity for the like the the message that they kind of have, like the things that they're saying, like with um, she Hulk's character and like what she has to say about being like basically being a woman and like you know having to deal with people being like shitty and having to hurt like having to always kind of keep her anger in check um you know so it's like she didn't have to deal with the things that Bruce did keeping his like Hulk self in check you know <laughs> she's like kind of dealing with that her whole life kind of deal and it's kind of an interesting angle to go at it with um yeah it was, it's been an interesting show so far I, I think it's only like uh, halfway through the season so um yeah uh yeah i'm, I'm definitely uh liking what it's done so far and uh look forward to seeing more of her character you know plus Tatiana maslani who plays you know the, the character like she's yeah <laughs> exactly cool all right <laughs> um yeah i haven't started it yet uh just, i've been catching up on some things and so we were talking about yeah, like it's even one that you could probably like watch with um like I, I could see you know her liking you know aspects of that show because it's like it's not super like heavy on the like the superhero shit, you know. It's like you know, because like in the first episode she makes this joke about like, oh, this isn't like this is a superhero show, this is a lawyer show. attention. <laughs> Almost any of it like feel with uh, superheroes, <laughs> superpowers. I should say. Um. All right, my turn. Uh, blah 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 blah. That's my new thing when I'm ready to talk. So I warm my lips. I'm like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about one that dropped back in July ish. No, August for my birthday. And you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to dive too far into it. Uh, that is Prey. Uh, the Predator uh, 
sequel, basically. I guess, yeah, we could, yeah, it's 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 in the Predator universe. It's a sequel, if you ask me. Some people said it's like a Predator yeah. spinoff, but I was like, nah. And this is um so much fucking fun. Uh obviously it's about a I think 1700s Native American tribe. Um, the only thing like and I saw other people nitpicking about it is a lot of the dialogue that some of these characters are. I don't know. It sounded very like 2020s. Some of the, some of the stuff they were saying, like some of the dialogue and dialect, yeah. like, I mean, who am I a white male to sit here and say, Hey, they didn't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's just like some deliveries on some lines where you're kind of like, Whoa, like it's supposed to be like 1760 something like, but um it's so much fun. It's about fucking time that they've stopped making it like people in the woods versus an alien, an alien that'll fuck you up and like, give it more of a cool backdrop. And like, I know there's been a lot of like fandom of like, yeah, let's do like, let's do like a ancient Japan or ancient China and then fight like samurais and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing a fan film one time that was a, uh, a predator versus a uh, a knight and like you know a knight in armor and you know with sword and all that like it was a pretty cool fan film um and yeah it's just cool that they like finally are taking advantage of the fact that like they established in the second movie that these things have been around since like fucking you know the american revolution or some shit you know like fucking you know, so, you know who knows how long like, they've been around you know? they have full access to history you know like why not and, you know when they have established that yeah dude it's um it's gory as fuck like what you want like i, I shouldn't mm-hmm. knock the other predator films that were kind of feel like predators mm-hmm. like i yeah. thought that one was actually kind of fun how it flipped it how we were on their planet um yeah that that one was a cool uh, sequel i thought too but um people hate on predator 2 i fucking love it you give me danny yeah. glover basically playing um fucking murdoch again just in like, <laughs> yeah. like he's basically in a lethal weapon movie fighting an alien without rigs <laughs> yeah yeah he's just fucking too old for the shit times you know a predator but um, like I don't want to say too much about Prey because I know you haven't seen it, but it's everything everybody said about it. Like the second that trailer dropped, where it was like, "Oh, it's a Predator movie," that is a mm-hmm. nice fucking touch, and it's, yeah. it's it's fan service with kind of a cool backdrop and the final showdown uh, between the protagonist and the um, and the Predator. Um, is really cool. There's a couple cool, nice kind of callbacks to the original through just some stuff that happens. Um, yeah. And it, it doesn't look like the other Predators, which I thought was cool. They switched mm-hmm. it up a little bit with the, like, the mask and everything. It was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. so that, that's on Hulu. That was kind of like Hulu's big thing. And I think this past summer, and I think Hulu's a lot of the other streamers I've noticed within the streaming wars, and it's curious to see how this kind of pans out. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are going now with quality over quantity rather than something like Netflix. Yeah. I've, um, yeah, I've, I've seen, seems like Hulu's trying to step it up with that. Cause like I just, the other day I saw that they have a, 
on Hulu coming out soon. They put up a, a trailer for a new Hellraiser. Did you see that yet? Damn right I did. I can't fucking wait. Sorry, I'm eating something right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I figured, you know, you being the horror guy, you know, seeing a you know a new Hellraiser, you know, it might uh pique your interest. But yeah, just like you know, it seems like they're definitely going with some like different choices than like what you would expect. I got so nervous during that Hellraiser trailer because it felt very young adult. And Hellraiser is not young adult. It is fucking adult horror. <laughs> yeah. It is. Have uh, you ever seen any of the Hellraiser movies? But... No, like I've seen enough to know. Like, yeah, the sequels, the, the really bad yeah. sequels, don't like those first two and part of the third one. There's parts of the third one that are pretty fucked up, but those, those first two, man. Whew, I remember watching that, and I've been like, oh, so you can get really fucked up in like. And like, like you can do this in a horror movie damn like um yeah that's hellraiser i can't wait for it um but yeah also check out prey um yeah it's fucking dope you're up sir so uh one that i actually just randomly watched uh one night you know a few like uh, a couple like about a month or two back um was just you know skimming around along what's uh new to netflix and so they had a new uncharted movie on there so oh, boy, uh, i heard they went not <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's what i heard too so i was like ah why not check it out you know i got nothing to do tonight <laughs> fucking you know random weekday you know after work so what the hell <laughs> and um yeah, you know, I, I always liked those games. Like I remember, uh, I remember uh, a memory of uh, one night hanging out at uh, your apartment uh, when you were living in East Hampton with uh, C. Roy, and uh, we were all just hanging out in your living room talking about uh, Uncharted Two, <laughs> just randomly. I don't remember that. <laughs> right. fucking, yeah. I yeah, I, I mean, it was me and Zero, and uh, I think you had like a third guy over. You know, it was like we were randomly talking about it and uh, talking about that game. So yeah, it's just like fucking game's been out for you know forever. So yeah, just you know these movies just came out and uh, this movie just came out and yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's everything that they said in reviews. It's just the same as every other, you know. Fucking adventure movie, like. So was it bad? Nothing too. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't like great. Like, you know, like why? Why did they cast fucking Marky Mark to play the role he played? You know, like he, he's yeah. Like I, I get that he was like signed on to play you know, a character in that movie for a long time because he was originally gonna play the uh, the lead role, the Nathan Drake character. But he aged out of it, so they gave him the older character, you know, Sully, who's just like, you know, in the games, he's like this old man, you know, white hair and like a mustache and shit. You know, that's what? That's so not Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's like not even close. Like by the end of the movie, they gave him a, a mustache and that was it. <laughs> Which, you know, it's weird seeing Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. 
Um, I have to interject because Mark, I just think Mark Wahlberg has been really um, striking out <laughs> with movies lately. Mm, yeah. And I just want to bring up. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he's kind of having a lull in his career. I, I, um, I, I'll, I'll just give me two seconds here because I need to talk about this movie and it's not on my list. And I don't even remember what the fuck it's called, but I started it one night like a year ago. <laughs> Okay, so he was in a movie that was released like late 2020 that I think it was when like they were trying to get people. It was like that first rush to try and get people back in theaters. And this movie did awful. And it even did awful critically. It's called Joe Bell. <laughs> you heard of it? No, I think the name sounds familiar. Uh, like I maybe saw like heard or saw a trailer or something. I don't know. So uh, what was um, that one? Mark Wahlberg, like, I guess he needed to do a movie to, like, you know, show his support of um, the gays. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it, I'm only laughing because, you know, like, it's Mark Wahlberg being like, hey, it's okay to be gay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I think I do remember that. that. That's what the movie is literally about. It, it's a it's based on a true story of a guy who like um, I mean it's actually like a really nice touching true story about. Here's the plot synopsis: a story of a Oregon father who pays tribute to his gay teenage son Jaden, embarking on a self reflective walk across America to speak to Heartland citizens about the real and terrifying costs of bullying. So it's about his son who's being bullied because his, his son realizes that he's gay, and you know. Um, great story, great backdrop for a story, but Mark Wahlberg doesn't need to be in this movie because, <laughs> like, the opening scene is him at like a seminar talking to like TV. what? No, what? <laughs> I was just doing a bad impression of him and fucking what's it? Uh, the happening. So he's like at some seminar talking to teenagers and. I feel like part of the movie is like trying to tell you like, yeah, he's bad at talking to kids about bullying. Um, but his, his acting is still really bad in it. Like, he's just like, all he is, he's up there. He's like, Hey, <laughs> won't be picking on people who are gay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Is where is this character supposed to be from? What? Is he just talking? Where's his character supposed to be? Like, is he just talking? He's from Oregon. Like, he doesn't talk like that. Like, it's just Mark. But he just talks to that same Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's just like, hey, like, I don't want, like, stop calling people, like, bad words. (laughs) All right, on with your movie. The only time he, the only time he does, like, accent work is when he's actually playing a guy from Boston. Yeah, because like he kind of lost his accent over the years, so he's got. It's why he's got to do a movie about. I feel bad. I I don't not like Mark <laughs> Wahlberg, but I just think he's made some real bad movies lately, um, like Uncharted. Uh, how was? <laughs> I just needed yeah, to talk I mean, about yeah. Joe Bell. Sorry, it was. Yeah, yeah. No, that's another understandable. <laughs> but yeah, no. This that was a good like shut your brain off movie. You know, if you wanted to. Like I said before, you know, joked about, uh, you know, put on something when you're like cleaning in the background, you know, it's basically what I did, you know, <laughs> and yeah, it's just like completely, you know, shit your brain off, like stupid adventure movie, like not very well done, like, I mean, you know, like 
one of the best parts in the movie was uh, Antonio Banderas playing the bad guy. And uh, then he's just like halfway through the movie, he's just gone. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, you just got rid of like the best part of this fucking thing. Like, you know, you like you you want a you want like a colorful bad guy to, when you're like going up you know doing this like adventure movie shit and then you know that's exactly what he was being like he, he like he knew what he was there for he knew why they fucking sent him onto this fucking role and uh, then they're just like get out of here <laughs> fucking it's like what the fuck that's so stupid wait like, so there's no know, climax just, like, there's no climax to his role well, well just like it, like there is but it's just like just the way they write it they get rid of his character it's just like okay i guess this is the bad guy now cool uh, why this is like i don't even know who this is like you've established nothing about this character except for like they exist right that's that's fine that's right. cool i um i think it cracked the yeah top 10 it, it almost seems like yeah yeah it, like, it almost seemed like they did that because they were just like, we don't have the money to keep paying Antonio Banderas for days, so we need to just get him out of the picture. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'll skip this one. Uh... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Uncharted, okay, yeah. I was, I was hyped about it, but like, I don't know... I... I remember, like, I feel like it just, like, ran out of steam marketing-wise. I don't know. I thought there'd be more hype around it. But, um, <laughs> no. Yeah, eventually they were just like, ah, you know, you played the game. I think what also, Movie. yeah, they were like, yeah, you played the game. You know what you're fucking getting into. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that also came out around Spider-Man, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm like. Not, it might have, yeah. Well, like, I mean, that was such a oh. big hit that, like, even if it came out a month after it, it still is, like, in, like, yeah. in Tom Holland doing that is, like, still in the shadow of Spider-Man, so. Um, well, here's yeah, another. It's not like he was doing anything different as his character than he was as Spider-Man, so. <laughs> Well, um, you didn't like Uncharted, and I didn't like this next movie, and I, um, was that your last one? Sorry. Uh, I got one more after. That. Okay, all right. Um, so you didn't like Uncharted, and I didn't like this next movie. Uh, and I was super. I was actually hyped about it because the plot. It, it's a horror film. Um, you'd think going in, but there's really nothing scary about it at all. Um, it's called. Hmm. It's called They Them. It is streaming now on Peacock. It's a Peacock original. And again, that's another streaming service that I think is kicking a lot of butt right now. NBC Universal streaming platform, uh, releasing a lot of shows, a lot of kind of like nostalgic stuff from like NBC past stuff. Uh, you can watch every WWE pay-per-view on Peacock, which <laughs> I mean, I was once upon a time a wrestling fan. I have gone back and rewatched some of those old shows. Uh, yeah. Um, but they're releasing a lot of original stuff and Blumhouse uh, has a deal with them. So a lot of their movies go to Peacock and um, I mean, Blumhouse is kind of everywhere, but they are, they're in tight with universal. So they released mm -hmm. they, them it's they slash them pronouns. 
as a uh, peacocker. And the plot of this movie, I think, is genius. It's a genius social commentary horror slasher movie, which I love. I love it when you're giving me a killer on the loose, but you're also telling me about society. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the problem is, I I don't think we're ever going to, in horror, horror is always a reflection of society. That, that's what, you know, directors can't get money to make their documentaries about problems in the world, so they make a fucked up movie. And... Mm-hmm. That's how they. That's how they get that shit out. Um, this movie is really bad, <laughs> um, and I think, look, there's that, there's that term woke cinema right now, and um, I think that you could lump they them into it. It's about a bunch of kids being sent to a camp in the middle of nowhere. That is a I don't know what they call them, but they're a bunch of non-binary, binary, um, trans, LGBTQ um, teenagers whose parents, you know, want to convert them back to being, you know, straight, basically. Yeah. And uh, a killer is on the loose, killing them. I think I don't know that. <laughs> that's where things get complicated. The movie has a solid first opening kill, like the setup is kind of cool and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And all right, I'm in, I'm in. And then the next scene is Kevin Bacon is the head of the camp. And I think it's cool mm-hmm. that they brought Kevin to do a slasher film because Kevin Bacon's, one of his first big roles was in the original Friday the 13th. And, yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon comes out in the first scene and you think he's going to play like this misogynist, homophobic, you know, like, you just know he's a douchebag. And like, you still kind of know he's probably, there's something that's going to be off with his character. He's going to be up to no good behind the scenes, but his monologue, mm-hmm. he's so convincing of how, you know, much cares for the kids that are here at this camp, despite maybe a very difficult circumstance for them. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if Kevin Bacon's not in this movie, I'm shutting it off 10 minutes in. He's fucking really good in this film, but everything else about the movie sucks. And it's not the fact that they're rubbing, <laughs> you know, they're trying to rub the, the woke cinema in your face. It's not that I don't mind. I, I don't, I don't mind that stuff. I think that, that that's fine, but they have such a good concept and it falls on its face. And you don't even make it. They didn't even make a horror movie out of it. Like there's a killer that shows up in the first five minutes, and they don't see it again for the next forty-five minutes. It's a ninety-minute movie. Oh, and for anybody who is gonna maybe seek this out, at the fifty-nine-minute mark, a dog dies, and it's not fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's definitely a reason why I won't watch that movie (laughs) because I can't deal with that (laughs) no it's like there's sometimes in a sometimes in a movie where like you know a dog dies and they they, they do it in a way where it's like all right that was tough but i made it through um i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. tell you how they do it but it's not fun and the second i saw the dog on screen and the dog is an older dog which is immediate cue where i'm like fuck it's gonna die um yep. obviously for anybody listening you figured out by now chris has a ton of dogs in his house <laughs> so 
but so Chris is a dog lover, obviously. Uh, but I, there's a website out there. I think it's called does the dog die. And I think I said this on one of our last episodes. I look it up when I see a dog in a movie, see if there's any information. And it said right there, like at the 59 minute mark, the dog dies and it's in a fucking brutal situation. So once I hit like the start of that scene around that time frame, I was like, nope, fast forward. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to scroll right on past this. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure that like, I'm sure it wasn't like a, like the movie isn't really grotesque or anything. Like I'm sure you don't see what's being implied, but still like I saw what the setup was going to be. And I was like, nope, not for me. So that made me hate the movie even more. Um, and it, yeah. again, it just, it sucked that like, I thought this was a good backdrop. I thought it'd have some good social messages, good social commentary. Um, nope. It had the girl who played um, the little girl and my girl with Macaulay Culkin in it all grown up. I, uh... <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, that's they, them streaming on Peacock. If you want to check it out. Uh, I didn't see, I literally, when I got 30 minutes in, I realized I didn't like the movie. I went on a letterbox, which is a cool app. If you haven't checked it out. And I'm starting to see one stars, half stars. And I'm seeing people going like, yeah, I'm trans and I fucking hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Like if you're making, no, they pissed everybody off. If you're making a movie about the LGBTQ, like, like all your, all your, all your lead cast members are LGBTQ and the community is responding with like, nope, fuck this movie. (laughs) I don't think he did a good job. That was a that was a solid nope. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Um, and I think you have the final one of the evening, sir. It's all yours. So yeah, the, the last one that I have to talk about, which I, I think I've talked about the show before uh, on the sh- on, you know, on here, uh, Cobra Kai <laughs> season <Yes>. five. <laughs> so this show i mean you know what can i say like i i know the show is you know it's a it's a dumb like it basically it's just like uh uh karate um soap opera you know <laughs> it's a perfect <laughs> it's, way of putting it it's, yeah and like i was watching this with uh, my girl you know and you know while we we're i was just like watching it and you know she was over and she kept pointing out how it's like it, it seems like something that would be on like the disney channel or something you know and just like yeah i know I, I could see that too but uh, yeah but at the same time it's just like oh i just enjoyed that show it's like it's, it's just it has no right being as good as it is, you know. It's like the fight scenes are always so well done, you know, like so well choreographed. Like I, you know, I've never seen a fight scene that I didn't, you know, find something that was like good out of it. You know, like they always seem to put a lot of effort yeah. into making like them look like they're doing, you know, like they're doing something here, you know, and. um and also, uh, you know, it's just nostalgia of, uh, you know, like when they go back to the, the original films and just like the things that they pull out of it, you know, to build up on the, you know, the series, just like, 
don't know. It just, it always does such a good job of, um, like, making you feel those, like, those things that you felt, you know, kind of, like, watching those movies, even though they're, they're like, recontextualizing things here and there. You know, just, like, it, it just it makes you feel like a, like a kid again watching those films. Or at least, you know, I was a kid when I watched them originally, so, you know. <laughs> So oh, yeah, I don't know if have you watched much of those uh, the, that series at all. I've only gone through season one through three. I haven't been back for the next two. I don't know why I stopped watching. I don't know. I they they are everything you said. I, I haven't gone back to it um, yet. It's I, Elizabeth. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that. But they bring back characters throughout the those three movies. So I'm waiting for Hillary Swank from uh yeah the fourth one which is like the worst one <laughs> yeah the next karate kid the next karate kid oh my god oh yeah no, it's just it's definitely like if, if you're looking for something that's just like you know it, it's it's a fun show you know it's, each episode's about a half hour you know and they yeah. like it, it's a show that's definitely like, good at uh catching your attention and like making you know the way it ends each episode you're just like well i could definitely watch another one oh here's another episode five <laughs> seconds later because that's how netflix works you just you're going nowhere you watch our content no uh amazon prime or peacock is quicker is it <laughs> oh my god dude like that shit like goes the the sc- the little screen in the corners goes <laughs> oh well here we are now Fuck me. <laughs> you didn't even have time to register that there was anything on the screen, let alone pick up the remote and change it. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like, oh, no, I guess I'm locked in. What will I do? Watch another episode, I guess. Well, this has been another episode of uh, a little show. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. This has been another episode of Little Idea You Had Way Back in the Day, which was like a year and a half ago, which wasn't back in the day. Uh, uh, with COVID, it definitely seems that way. Yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> All right. You got a party at your house. More like, you know, just people coming home that weren't here before. (laughs) I got you. Uh, Well, Chris, we're working on a little episode that's probably going to air. I'm talking to you, but I actually was talking to the audience. We're working on a little. Chris, okay. There's going to be a lot of editing. (laughs) Chris and I are working on a little episode that's probably going to drop down the road at some point. Yes, we are. We're not going to talk about it, but it's going to be really exciting. So, Chris, thank you for another episode. Uh, what you watching? What you watching? See y'all next week. <laughs>